Hello and welcome to The Walk, a podcast where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you. The mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids, from the newborn to the rebellious teenager, our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. And welcome back to our Coffee Talk with Tony and Laura series, where we are entering into our eighth episode, a drastic new topic, which is dating. Oh, dating. We have three daughters. This is going to be rough. I don't even rough. know where to begin. <laughs> Purpose of dating. Um, there's also some really good resources about how to raise daughters and prepare them for dating. I'll share those in the links to this episode, a couple of books, one book in particular. Let's talk about purpose. Yeah, purpose of dating, some resources of dating, dangers of dating. So Tony and I started dating, we're we're high school sweethearts. We started dating at the end of our 12th grade year, but he was not the first guy I had dated. Um, I had dated several other guys, and the criteria was always, does he love God? And I think that when I was in high school, I had um, a looser, um, I I didn't care as much as I did when I graduated high school. I think that when I graduated high school, that's when dating got real for me. Like, oh, this could be somebody that I could spend my life with. I want them to value God the way I I do, and I don't want them to be someone that says they love God but doesn't really live it out. So that would be something that I would definitely want to teach our daughters. Like, yes, it's fun to go on a date and um, be treated like a princess, but on the flip side, you don't want you don't want to date just to date. You want to find someone that you can do life with that shares the same values that you do. Yeah, this I think what you kind of struggled with. Very different from what I struggled with, but what you struggled with is this idea that, okay, if they claim that they're a Christian, it's automatically believable and it's okay. It's okay to date them. It's okay to be in a relationship with them. Even though at the, at the root of it, it's a, it's really just a word. Yeah, I am a Christian. I believe in God. And then that was it. There was no depth to it. There was no regard of a relationship with Christ. It just stopped there. It was more like cultural Christianity versus actual walking with the Lord. And what's interesting is that you had been in a relationship with God for a long time at that point. You know, you became a believer at four. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, you know, 15, 16 years old, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of depth in your understanding of the dating realm. And as parents, I think we need to do a better job of talking about what dating is, how to be treated respectfully, and uh, ultimately what the purpose of dating is. I don't think, like I, I would not say that I was not treated respectfully. I was always treated well, but I think dating for fun versus dating for purpose is a, is a really big deal. Yeah. And one of the one of the differences between us two is that I wasn't a believer until I was 18 and I always wanted to date girls but I just never I never could. It's <laughs> really what it came down to. You know, I tried. It was all talk but no game, I guess. Yeah, well, 
You took girls to prom. Like you you t- you took girls out out to a dance, but it wasn't like dating. It was just You could never get a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> until I met well, until you found some sort of attractiveness to me. You were attracted to me in some well, way. We started off as friends, which I think is a great way to get to know someone and build a relationship, not building it with the purpose of dating. But we we were friends for a long time before we Mm -hmm. dated. Um, And then when we graduated, we dated long distance, which if there is anything that is like putting a relationship through the fire, it's dating long, long distance. Yeah, that was definitely a test in multiple ways. But in regards to our own experience with dating, it's just, it's different, but everybody's going to have a different dating experience. But as a mom and as a dad, we have to teach our kids not all of the nitty gritty details of dating, but the, the purpose behind it and how to glorify God with it. Because ultimately, if you're dating somebody that has an ulterior motive compared to what you are dating them for, uh, it could it could lead to some danger. It could be dangerous. But ultimately, as parents, um, we need to be involved to an extent, not just kind of check it off. Oh, he seems to be a nice guy or, oh, she seems to be a nice girl. That's very surface level. And you're essentially putting your own child with a whole bunch of mixed emotions as a teenager when they're dating, even into their 20s. And they can get wrapped up into stuff that ultimately they could regret. I think there should be a level of supervision as a parent also. it Like you want to trust your children, but wanting them to have healthy boundaries and knowing that they're young and immature. And even though they may seem mature enough to date, are they mature enough to make those decisions for themselves or just teaching them healthy boundaries, like physical boundaries too? But I don't think there's anything wrong with supervising or suggesting group dates or those sorts of things. Yeah, the the, the level of involvement is really going to come down to you as the parent. I think there is, there's danger in both extremes. You're so involved where you just know every single detail, where they're at, what time they're there. There's a, there's a level of mistrust, like you don't trust your kid enough to go on a date with another person or with a group. Um, that can cause problems with your child. But at the same time, there's the opposite approach where you just assume that everything's okay and it could not be. So, yeah, I I do think you have to have a, a level of involvement and intentionality. But you, we as parents have to figure out that balance. I, I would avoid both extremes. Another aspect of dating, and this is just simply coming from being a girl dad with three daughters. I don't have the, the privilege of raising a son in the sense of, okay, I can't teach him how to respect women and to properly treat women on dates, but I can treat our daughters what it looks like to be treated when you're on a date, just simply by how I treat you. I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest thing, how you treat your spouse is a big telltale sign of how the other sex should be treated. Right. And even how your daughters are treated. Like if, say when we get, we go to get in the car and daddy opens the door and daddy closes the door, how does daddy talk to us? Those things, those our daughters will pick up on those things and they'll want to be treated the same way. 
like, oh, this is the expectation. Dad does this. When I'm looking for a guy, I expect that he does this too. Or does daddy lead spiritual discussions in our home? Does daddy listen and ask good questions? Does daddy show that he cares about us and about mom? How does that look? You know, those sorts of things. Our daughters will be watching and picking up on those things too. And as a dad, you, you do. You have to be intentional with it. You you can't just simply say it's okay to date whoever you want and hope for the best because 99% of the time it's going to be a problem. That feels like a really big overestimation. <laughs> well, like from, I mean, from a cultural standpoint, like if it's if it's acceptable to do do some of these things and it's a completely against your household rules, it's, I mean, right. it's a norm. You know, it's a norm to expect sex after you pay for your, pay for the dinner of the girl that you took out. Like, that's not okay, but it's becoming socially acceptable. But anyways, uh, one of the resources that I've enjoyed, it's a book by Vodi Bauckham. It says, or the title is, What He Must Be If He Wants to Marry My Daughter. Now, I will, I will tell you this, the book is kind of on the extreme side in the sense of, He's basically setting up what you as a dad need to do to raise your daughter and prepare her for dating, but also what the young gentleman needs to be in order to date your daughter. And as much as I agree with most of what he says, I also, I mean, those of you listening just need to read the book ultimately to make your own judgment. But when it comes down to the title, it's a little bit deceiving. It says what he must be. Uh, there, There's a level in the book where it becomes legalistic, where the guy needs to meet all of these certain requirements on a spiritual level, even to be considered dating my daughter. I think you got to be careful with that because if it turns into this legalistic rule-following agenda, there's no room for the spirit to move and even if a guy checks all of these boxes, that does not make him a good guy. It, it really can be the opposite. It could be he can be overbearing, it could be manipulative. He can turn that blind obedience into or bring that into the relationship. Um, so you really have to be sensitive to allowing God to work through those teenagers, your daughter and your son. And ultimately, that's that's the biggest concern that I had with the book. The biggest critique is that it's it can't be so legalistic. It can't be just about following these rules and getting these boxes checked off because that's not our story. It, ours is completely different. I didn't. I wasn't a believer when we started dating, but I'd through, say culture. You were a cultural Christian. You went. You grew up. Yeah. When you were little, going to church, and then your family had stopped. Mm-hmm. But. Like the difference was that there was there was a heartbreak that caused me to turn to God and my relationship with God as an individual, he just kind of led us together and we well eventually continued dating and got married. Mm-hmm. But there was, there was a, a level of God's work in our hearts. So as a dad, you can't be so overbearing and place all of these expectations on a guy in order to date your daughter because ultimately it just won't it's not realistic but I do think that there is wisdom in saying that you are intentional enough to figure out 
what this guy's motives are and where is his heart truly because if his heart's in the wrong place yeah i'm not gonna let him go near my kids because there's there's danger there i feel like all boys have hearts in the wrong place (laughs) (laughs) wow that is some somewhat true that's not true all all boys is a big all boys is big that's a big statement one of the things that we can do as parents as parents of daughters, and I feel like this episode may be a little more geared towards parents of daughters, but one of the things that we as parents of daughters can do in the realm of dating and preparing our daughters for dating is knowing them and just building a relationship with them and teaching them trustworthy things and just being willing to sit and listen to your children. That way they know that they can come to you, that they can talk to you, that they can trust you with their most intimate thoughts and feelings and that you will be an open door for them so that when they do enter the realm of dating, that they have somebody that's in their court. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's cheering them on, not critiquing them or bringing them down. Yeah, that that open relationship is very, very important, especially as they go into their teenage years, because that's that's when they don't want to have anything to do with you. I know everything, mom. You don't need to tell me what I need to wear or (laughs) how much makeup I need. You know, it's just that's the nature of having a teenager. But you're always cheering them on. You're always supportive and you're always looking out for them because the chances are likely that they're going to experience heartbreak. And you don't want them to experience heartbreak on their own. You need to be with them. You need to support them. One of the things that I envision myself doing as our, our daughters turn 13, we talked about this way years ago, but getting them a like a purity ring as their dad, like invest in them as they're growing up, like understanding, teaching them how valuable inner beauty is, how purity is, like teaching them how God views the church, how God, Jesus, the groom, views his bride. Like that's the whole concept, like pure, blameless, radiant. But I always have, I have this vision, uh, this idea that, you know, when they turn 13, I give them like a purity ring and like a legitimate ring, not, you know, like a little 25 cent thing that you get at Meyer or the grocery store like a little piece of plastic like a genuine ring to help them see like how I view them as daughters like pure lovely radiant and I want to be that protector and guide for them because I'm a guy and I know how guys think and I want to watch out for them but I also know that as they mature into young women they're going to ultimately make some of these decisions on their own I just want to know and let them know that I'm there for them, and through all the heartbreak and through all the joys, it's like I'm I'm still their dad. So to summarize, when it comes to dating and when your children get to that age, one of the biggest things that you can do is be present for them, be involved in their dating relationships, and spend the time that it takes to teach them God's plan for dating and God's purpose for dating. So that being said, thanks for joining us today, guys. Have a good day. That's all for today. Items, links, and show notes can be found in the description of wherever you listen to podcasts. We want to say thank you to Pixabay Music and all of you that are listening. We appreciate all of your support, and thanks again. This is The Walk.